Hello and welcome to the Lex Day podcast where we ask tough questions and get real answers. We aim to present the Lex, meaning law or the Constitution, and other laws passed by the Congress side by side with the Day, meaning God or the Christian teachings. In episode 3, we talked about death penalty. And if you haven't checked that podcast out, make sure to look at our Facebook, YouTube, or Spotify channels. I am Rap Aronce from Christ Youth in Action, the youth arm of Ligaya ng Panginoon. With me again, our attorney, Alet Nunez, a lawyer who works on laws and policies de- dealing with nature and the people. Hi, Rap! It's nice to be back and thank you to everyone who's listening in. Hello, attorney Alet, once again. And of course, we have Dr. Jake Yap, a theologian and a professor in one of the foremost universities here in Manila. Hi to everybody, and it's great to be back here for our conversation. Hello, Dr. Jake. I'd like to officially welcome you guys to the fourth episode of Lex Day Podcast. Now, this episode is a huge shout-out to all plantitos and plantitas mm-hmm. out there. I know that this quarantine brought about a lot of changes in us and a lot of new discoveries. And one of those probably is a new liking to taking care of plants. I have mm-hmm. some plants, a few plants uh, with me here actually for this episode. And we'll be, de- we'll be delving deeper into this topic on how exactly do we want to take care of our environment, both in the context of the law of God and the law of man. I think this is also a very apt topic as we start this new year, this 2021, because we're all formulating our New Year's resolutions. And I hope part of those would be taking more action into taking care of our environment. The Philippines is indeed so blessed. It's very beautiful beautiful and endowed with rich natural resources. And I hope that we can all take part in discussing about how we can actually take action. Totoo yan, Rap. Sa Pilipinas, you're actually one of the 17 mega-diverse countries in the world. What does that mean? For a small country, there's so much flora and fauna, so much plants and animals, biodiversity that we have. So these are somewhat saring buhay na nakikita sa ating bansa. So we truly are a blessed country with so much natural wealth around us. Yeah, and you know, from a Christian perspective, the Bible says very clearly that God made all things beautiful. God made all things good. You know, Genesis chapter 1, God made everything and it's all for our good. It's for all for us to enjoy. So I think the Philippines is one of the most blessed countries in the world. Totoo yan, Jake. No? When we look at our natural world, we see and enjoy so many benefits. If it's a tree that we see, it's not just the fuel that we get from it or the paper. But really, all the other benefits, the other ecosystem services, yung tawag nila. So we have the provisioning, that's the food, the fuel, the medicine even. And then you also have the regulating services that nature gives us. When, for instance, they regulate our climate or purify our water or protect our soil from erosion. The third could also be the cultural services that they give us, like when we have that sense of beauty or awe when we gaze upon nature. And the third is the supporting services that nature gives us in terms of nutrient cycling, decomposing the bacteria. No, So these are just some of the many benefits that we receive from nature. Authority Alec, an experience came to mind when you were explaining these benefits. No? 
yung pre-pandemic, we went to Bicol eh, for a wedding uh, of a friend. And of course, syempre, nandun na rin kami, nag-sightseeing na rin kami, umikat kami sa, sa Mount Mayon, Mount Dulusan, and all the surrounding beaches. And there's this certain refreshing feeling of just being at all with nature. And I think this is one of the benefits na parang hindi natin necessarily nakikita agad compared to like, say, food or water. But you know, sometimes I really can't help but think na grabe, grabe yung ano, um, how we're taking all of these things for granted. Yeah, guys, not to sound pessimistic, no? but uh, at the same time, I think that we have a big problem in our hands because I think we all agree that our world is very um, damaged. Our environment is very sick, you know, and uh, we're not really taking care of our world, you know, as God wants us to take care of our world. This is true. Uh, we're experiencing the global problem of climate change. And then also now we have the big problem of plastic pollution. That relates to the way we make our individual choices, the way we do throw away culture and rely so much on single-use plastics. And it's also the way businesses do their, their business models. Uh, when we're just producing more and more plastics without really looking into how we'll manage the end of life of those materials. Yes. So, and of- also in terms of the way government uh, sets out their policies. And I think, inevitably, we talk about the un- overconsumption of us human beings. You can see this in food wastages or mm. in, in using our cars. Sa parang, kunyari, sa isang bahay pa lang, mga tatlo, apat, minsan lima pa nga yung mga kotse yung ginagamit. And that adds to our pollution. And I think that talks about the greed of humanity as well. Um, Doon napapasak yung when we consume these resources over like to uh, an, an excessive extent, um, say like overfishing or deforestation, like there's so many things that we just want to, you know, take over and like get and probably make profit out of. You know, and it's not only because people are, you know, bad or greedy or malicious, but we are after convenience. So take the case of single-use plastics. You know, the study is that uh, we use it uh, for only 15 minutes uh, to do our shopping, and then we throw it away. And where does the plastic end up? In the ocean, where it's either uh, consumed by fish or it gets trapped in the bodies of uh, the water creatures, and it really spoils our beaches. It breaks up into microplastics. There's a big and problem. The humans. Yes, yes, we end up eating mm-hmm. the plastics, you know. So it's a big problem and out of convenience for us. And, and Rap also mentioned yung overconsumption. No? There's so much wastage and even the tendency to just overdo things, right, Jake? Yeah, parang we don't. We're we're not content with little. We just want more mm-hmm. and more and more. Isn't that? Uh, so much a part of human nature. We just want nicer food, more food, newer food, newer f- flavors. You know, uh, we want to try different kinds of um, exotic animals. We want to try different kinds of um, uh, 
uh, exotic food, you know, and so we end up just spoiling again our relationship with the natural world. It's not what God wants uh, for, for us. Totoo yan. We also, even for the plantitos and plantitas, we saw several overdoing things. So una, yung mga garden species lang na meron, now they're trying to ask for more exotic species and some could turn out to be invasive uh, alien species. And then also we hear from DNR putting out bulletins that don't take away the wildlife from our forests and our, from our protected areas. Del bawal yan. So, medyo over, uh, overdone yung mga bagay-bagay. And also, there's the shortcut in acquiring these things. Uh, the permits are not being done, or there's a breach of law, or very lax, or, you know, even when we come up with environmental projects, marami tayong naririnig na shortcuts, and then we only get to hear it pag nagka-problema na. Yeah. I let my... my impression is that we have a lot of laws uh, in place to protect our environment. But would you agree that it's a problem of uh, regulation, of maintenance, of uh, enforcing the law? We somehow slacken uh, in terms of enforcing the law. Uh, and in so, so people get away with, uh, you know, pollution and uh, deforestation and exploitation of our natural resources. That's right, Jake. Uh, in terms of the law, in paper, we have very excellent environmental laws and, and, and laws that protect our natural resources. But as people would note, it's more honored in their breach rather than in their observance. So uh, very low yung ating compliance and then also in terms of implementation. We have so many protected areas, we have vast oceans, but we really have very limited capacities for implementing and enforcing the law. But a lot of that has to do with our own voluntary compliance as citizens. You know, I can share a personal experience here in our own neighborhood. Uh, 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 about a year ago, we received um, notice that we have to segregate our garbage, that on certain days, we only have dry garbage that will be collected, and then only on certain days, wet garbage. And so for a few months, we were segregating the garbage. Nowadays, wala na naman. It's all lumped together. You see people just putting out their dry and wet garbage, and the garbage collectors collect everything, you know? So the good idea just was not uh, followed through. Sayang talaga. Right, right. Because when you talk about policy, like segregation, for instance, it calls upon individual actions. It also mm -hmm. requires uh, infrastructure. So important na when we segregate, there's also that segregated uh, waste uh, systems that can process all this. So there's there's that intersection of individual actions, of policy at work, of engineering and systems that have to be in place. That's right. I think we can all agree po, no, that indeed there are a lot of sources of this environmental abuse and a lot of these na we've just mentioned is on our our side, on humans' fault then talaga. Um, but I think there's also one fact that we cannot neglect, um, the effects of these abuses. And I think environmental degradation and poverty are two sides of the same coin. When we talk about 
um, effects, harmful effects on the environment. Sa totoo lang, the poorest among us are the most affected by climate change, for example, and all other ecological chaos. And yet, they have done the least to cost it. Um, kung titignan nga natin, di ba, yung mga examples that we mentioned, a lot of those are on bigger organizations, bigger corporations. And yet, those who are affected are the least among us. And siguro, cite a very specific example. For example, yung mga uh, depletion of fishing reserves. They especially hurt small fishing communities mm-hmm. that do not have any means to replace their own resources or even like set up those uh, resources that can harvest more fishing, uh, more fishes for them. That's right, Rap. You've mentioned the, for instance, in climate change, those that were not responsible were, are now facing the most vulnerability. So, ito yung issue ng climate justice, right? And, and even in the Philippines, the, we, many of our countrymen are living below the poverty line. So they can barely meet the basic uh, food needs or non-food needs. And the poorest among the poor are really the fishers and the farmers. So such an irony, right? We are naturally blessed, but the poorest are those uh, relying on our natural resources. I think that's a really sad truth for us that in the abundance of our natural resources, still a lot of us are not blessed with... Or, not, do not exactly um, experience the fullness of the benefits of even kahit yung wants, I mean, kahit yung needs, eh, like basic needs of a lot of us here in the Philippines. And siguro it's, I don't know if it's a fresh thing for us to actually delve deeper into what the church is trying to tell us in the aspect of taking care of the environment. Um if there's a particular stand for us or if there's a proper perspective that we want to anchor ourselves to. Maybe, Dr. Jake, you can shed some light on that. Sure, sure. You know, there's a... Um, the answer is quite simple. No? And uh, at the very beginning of the Bible, uh, when we read about God creating everything in six days, when he made... Um, everything beautiful, everything good, and then he made the human race. Uh, He specifically um, directed the human race to be uh, in charge of God's beautiful creation. Now, unfortunately, um, the English translation that is most common um, is to subdue the earth and to have dominion over all the fish, all the plant-eating animals, over the birds of the air. You know, we have all of these power-sounding translations to subdue or to have dominion. Um, Mm -hmm. When, in fact, the best way to understand those uh, terms is stewardship. For the longest time, uh, people were using subdue and have dominion to mean exploit to mean to uh, make the, all the best use of the natural resources to our advantage, uh, when in fact, uh, it's really caring for the natural creation that God has given. So stewardship is the best way to understand that. If you're asking what is our role, 
over this world that God has created, we are we don't own it. God owns it, but it's given for us to steward, to take care, to be responsible uh, caretakers of this uh, planet. I actually remember one of the conferences that I attended, uh, held by the church. Interesting, because it talks about like the church um, taking care of the environment, and that's kind of fresh for me. And they mentioned an important encyclical there entitled Laudato Si by Pope Francis in 2015. Can you elaborate on that, Dr. Jake? Sure, sure. You know, uh, the name of the document is Laudato Si, which means praise be to you, O God. No? And it's a surprising uh, uh, document uh, written by Pope Francis because it's pretty much the, the first time that somebody like the Pope wrote about the care of our common home. Mm-hmm. I mean, we can talk about that, uh, but to have an encyclical, an official document about that, wow, that's really something new. And when you read Laudato Si, uh, this document, ang ganda, no? Because uh, it's almost like a plea from Pope Francis to the whole world. So hindi lang yung church that uh, Pope Francis is encouraging, but He's speaking to the whole world. Now, let's take care of our common home, our very fragile uh, planet Earth. No, uh, So when you read that document, it's a very eloquent uh, plea for responsible care of our uh, planet. So it's very surprising coming from uh, the Pope. And it shows that this is something of great concern to us. You know, just to give an example, uh, I think that we can uh, pretty much uh, link, uh, you know, what we're going through right now in the pandemic with all the abuses that we have placed on our world, no, uh, in terms of our natural resources as well, and the 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 way we treat, uh, you know, um, our bodies and uh, animals and. Uh, our environment, it's all coming together now in a pandemic. No? So uh, I think that it's calling us really to be very responsible in taking care of our world. I think you mentioned something like that, uh, about that kanina, no, Dr. Jake, yung excessiveness of humanity. No? Parang in, the food, in food, for example, we want to experience more and more and consume more up to the point that I, yeah, that very act of consuming more led us to this COVID-19. Um, that's very interesting. Very interesting thought. So, you know, the Pope was really so eloquent in uh, talking about all the dangers, all the abuses to our environment, but he also offers hope, no? And he also tells us that there is still a chance. There is still a, a big chance for us to recover what we are losing in terms of our natural environment. And this is how he also ends. No? He ends by reminding us that um, it's not simply caring for our common home. Uh, the problem is that many of us have forgotten God. Uh, let me read to you a few lines from number 75 of Laudato Si. He says, A spirituality which forgets God as all-powerful and creator is not acceptable. That is how we end up worshiping earthly powers or ourselves. 
even to the point of claiming an unlimited right to trample God's creation underfoot. And then he says, the best way to restore men and women to their rightful place, putting an end to their claim to absolute dominion over the earth, is to speak once more of the figure of a father, our father God, who creates and who alone owns the world. We don't own the world. God owns the world. And if we go back to that truth and worship the true God and respect his laws, I think we will all be uh, doing what's right for the world. I really like what you pointed out, Jake. No? Maganda yung nakasulat sa Laudato Si. And it's really about stewardship and our responsibility towards the gift of nature. And even as citizens of this country, we're also called upon, whether we're Christians or Muslim or whatever faith we have, we're also called upon to care for our environment and for our natural world. Our constitution puts a high regard on our right to a balanced and helpful ecology. It also talks about our natural resources being owned by the state. And when we talk about the state, it's not just the government. It's also about us people because an element of the state is government and people and our sovereignty and our territory. So as Filipino people, we all collectively have rights over our natural resources. So if we are stewards or if we are owners in that legal parlance, then we also have the responsibility to take care of it. Diba, kung ikaw may isa kang bagay na tinitreasure, you would protect that from any harm. You protect that from any, anyone trying to steal it or trying to destroy it. In the same way, we should also be caring for our natural world as stewards as well as collective owner of this natural heritage. No? So, and also globally, everyone is trying to reach that sustainable development goals where we are trying to make a better home and a better life for the people and the planet. You know, I, Tori the Islet, I'm really happy that a lot of moves or initiatives are really taking into place, um, especially from larger institutions. You know, like we're talking about governments making policies and having law in place. But just also hearing from the both of you, I guess what we really should be wary of is yung selfish tendency or our tendency to play God um, in a sense. And that's part of like um, the source of a lot of the environmental issues that we have here with us. And I guess we can also learn a few things from our experience here in this pandemic. Um, I guess this uh, whole quarantine experience, personally, po, no? like it's been really teaching me a lot of things about how less is more. Like when stripped off of a lot of things that we have control of, uh, and we're just down to the necessities. Like what can what can we still do? And it really highlights important things in life and in this world. The things that we need to take care of, the take the things that we need to take action towards. And it's really great that we're talking about this in the start of our 2021. And I hope that everyone listening will you know, take the first step and try to identify like what can we actually do um, in our own homes, in our own small ways? What's a concrete action that we can respond to Pope Francis' call to, 
in Laudato Si or in responding to the laws and structures that sa totoo lang, nandito naman pala eh. Like in place, especially here in the Philippines, a lot of our laws protect the environment. And so, what's happening? Like, is it because it's down to our individual capacities or responses to make the reality happen, make protecting the environment happen? You know, on the individual level, one, one, one way to begin, like you said, is uh, to make decisions to live in a certain way. You know, a friend of mine uh, said that last year taught him that um, we can do without uh, what we Filipinos call uh, borlolois. No? Uh, these are inessential things. We think that they're so important. We, ito nga, it's really overconsumption. It's, uh, it's conspicuous consumption. No? It's extravagant living. But the pandemic has taught us to uh, really pare things down, strip things down to the essentials, and to do away with what uh, what we can call borlolois. You know, these are inessentials. These are ornaments. These are trinkets that we we can do without. So, live choosing to live a simple life. Not only is that very much in accord with the gospel, with uh, with the teaching of Jesus, and therefore it increases our capacity to share what we have with the poor, but it also makes us um, focus much more on what really is necessary in our life, what really is important in our life. And ultimately, again, uh, you, you hear me say this thing, the only thing that we need in the end is God. God is the only thing necessary in our life. Speaking of living simply, I remember the words of Mahatma Gandhi. Live simply so others may simply live. And naalala ko talaga to, I, I love this quote from Mahatma Gandhi since I learned it in college. And even up to now, while we were doing the pandemic, uh, we really need to live simply so others may simply live. And it's also not just about choosing to live simply, Jake. It's also about making sustainable choices. So whether we walk, whether we bike, or take the car for a short distance, or you know, while waiting for a friend, idling the car, or turning off the lights. So these are sustainable choices. Or do we bring that uh, water container rather than buy another plastic bottle or you know use a single-use plastic bag? So these are sustainable choices that we can make, whether in big ones or in small ones. And sustainable choices can also, in terms of patronizing business models that are really doing practices harmful to the environment or patronizing businesses that are working for the environment. So it's one of the things that we can do to show our care for Mother Earth. We also want to acknowledge the importance of knowing more about these environmental issues that we face. Mga kaibigan, totoo po ang climate change. Totoo itong mga effects ng environment, uh, or the abuse of environment rather, to the way that we're living our lives now. And with more knowledge and information and understanding of what lies before us, comes greater appreciation and concern. And so from there, we can actually make, commit, make a commitment, a deeper commitment towards doing something, taking action. And we can do this concretely by speaking up. All the youth out there, uh, let's, not, let's not lose hope. 
in speaking up for our environment and protecting the things that we love and our world basically kasi totoo nga po yung palaging cliche natin na naririnig eh uh, it is us who inherit this place anyways and so we want to make our voice heard i know that a lot of advocacies and initiatives right now are on social media a lot of platforms taking flight and i'm encouraged by that personally and i want to see more of that because kahit na feeling natin minsan it's falling on deaf ears it still makes a difference like keep on sharing those thoughts keep on sharing those insights and using those platforms to reach as many people as we can i can't agree with you more rap uh, there really is that power of the youth and the power of the voice uh, it's not just about individual choices but also using our our voices to call on governments to call on businesses after all it's not just the individual individuals that destroy the earth but there's also different sectors so it's the accountability mm-hmm. of everyone so mm-hmm. the youth and even all of us here can call on businesses to change their destructive practices uh, we call on government to make sure that policies are informed by science and are also mindful of the indigenous peoples or even the poor living and most affected by our environmental problems You know, there are really so many things that we can do, uh, big things, small things. I also feel that the personal conversion of each one is very important. No? Starting from our own decision, our own change of heart, what the Bible calls metanoia or repentance, we turn away from overconsumption to living simply. We turn away from indifference to becoming more aware and more concerned. We turn away from um, uh, wanting to just keep on indulging and, um, and using much more to really uh, caring for uh, our planet and being good stewards. It really is a change of heart and that begins with the individual person. So let's make it a, our uh, New Year's resolution to be much more aware about this area and let's start with ourselves. I think Dr. Jake that's a really great start for 2021. That kind of resolution to continue on in cultivating that change of heart especially towards the environment. And as you've mentioned on the thought on malasakit, when we speak of malasakit kasi it really inevitably brings in the people around us into the picture and that's because we're all connected. We're all connected to this world, to our common home, and our actions and choices, they affect others, whether like big or small man yan. In the long run, we know that, and we're feeling that. We're feeling the effects of those. And so we want to continue on in having that change, um, bringing in the selfless thoughts. Uh, parang mas naiisip natin kung paano nga ba ito makaka-apekto sa ibang tao? Um, how can I be in a position uh, in such a way that I'm affecting them for the better. Uh, I'm taking care of my environment and that also takes care of the people around me, the poor, um, the least, and everyone else, of course, even those who are in the decision-making seats. And I guess, you know, major whole point that we're talking about, no? like recreating the culture of love, um, this attentiveness to the whole human family that we want to uphold. And this offers potential, not simply 
for the renewal of nature, but of course, for what we stand for as humanity mismo. I'm interested, personally interested to hear of uh, some last convictions, probably an exhortation for the youth that Dr. Jake or Attorney Alet would want, you'd want to say. Um, if anything, uh, to end our discussion on taking care of the environment, what's one last um, message that you want to give to our viewers? I, I just say to everyone who's listening and who's been watching us, Rob, that you know, caring for the environment is not just the work of environmental advocates or you know the, the activists, but it really is our is our, our heritage. It's also our responsibility and, and our commitment, each one of us. All of us are called by our loss, by also Mother Earth to care for her. Uh, and we can contribute so much uh, in the individual choices that we make, and the different accountabilities that we impose on businesses as well as on government. And we can also do our share in making sure that the laws that are there to protect our natural world is being voluntarily complied with. I think we can't just rely on government to manage and regulate and enforce the law, but each of us also have a share to, to, to do. And it's not it's not just about dahil maganda yung kalikasan or dahil bughaw yung, yung ulap or green yung mountains, but really because our environment is really what sustains life. So this is really about protecting life when we also care about the environment. Thank you so much, Rob. And thank you, Jake. Well, man, uh, my, my last uh, advice or exhortation to our listeners uh, is uh, take uh, one step at a time. No? Sometimes it can be very overwhelming when we're facing issues or big challenges. Uh, and we might say, it's too big for me. Well, no, if you take one small step. So since we're talking about New Year's resolution, my advice is make one very simple decision on your own. What can you do to... Uh, make things better in terms of our environment. Uh, you know, Mother Teresa was once asked, Mother Teresa, how are you able to do this global thing that you're doing, helping the poorest of the poor? You're such a, uh, you know, a fragile woman with very little re resources. And how did you do all of these big things? And her answer was, I started with one. With one poor person that I helped, and after that, okay, I help a second poor person and then a third poor person. That's how it begins, one at a time. So uh, make one simple decision uh, that's very doable, stick to it, and then if you like it, make another resolution and then another resolution. But start with something that you can do. And you'll be amazed how one simple thing, one small thing, can change the planet. And that ends our conversation about taking care of the environment, both in the context of the law of man and the law of God. I especially thank our attorney and our theologian here with us, Attorney Alet and Dr. Jake. Thank you so much for blessing us with your experiences and insights. I know Attorney Alet like very passionate with protecting the environment through legal, legal ways. And so thank you for sharing and imparting your wisdom. 
And thank you also for joining us in this discussion. I hope this really inspires you to have that action um, concretized in your own homes, in your own decisions, so that we can all make this world a better place. If you like this episode, don't be afraid to share it with a friend or tag them so that we can all care for our common home together. You may catch Lex Day on the Christ Youth in Action YouTube page, or you can just simply follow us on Facebook and Spotify, Lex Day Podcast. Until next time, see you guys.